Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. With that, we bring in the great man himself, Joe Lenardi. Joe, first of all, long time, no talk, too long. Great to hear you. Likewise, Steve. How are you? I'm doing fine, and DJ passes along his best. So God bless him. I miss him. I know. Well, we miss being around you, just so you know. Because just so everybody knows, this is one of the great guys going right here. You know, so every time I've spent time around, it's been a blast. I first of all, how are you hanging in? I'm doing great. I mean, you know, if 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 you can't get energized at this stage of the season, uh, maybe you should follow a different sport. But. <laughs> You know, yeah, it makes for some late nights and a lot of number crunching. Uh, but but I also know that, you know, I'm about three weeks from golf season. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, like I'm in the red zone. I, I can feel it. We're, we're going to have a big score. <laughs> oh, the, the 17 play, 90-yard drive is almost over. That's All exactly right. 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 Uh, so let's not bury the lead for the local fans. Uh, Penn State, as of uh, uh, probably Friday night, uh, was uh, 37 on your board. 36 at-larges get in. You had them at 37. So the weekend has played out, including Penn State's three-point loss to Rutgers. Where do they stand at this hour? At this moment, uh, they are the seventh team out of the field. Uh, So that would be 75th on the seed list. Uh, it was a pretty damaging loss, made even more so by the fact that, let me count here, one, two, three, four teams that they were ahead of heading into the weekend, uh, North Carolina, Arizona State, Clemson, and Michigan all got quad one wins right. while Penn State was playing giveaway. Right. And a quad two loss. Yep. Yeah, it, uh, it, it, it's more that they got passed, uh, surpassed, if you will, than than anything else. You know, the 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 loss can be overcome by you know winning a game or two here this week that maybe they're not supposed to, but. Uh, you, you you can't take away the the other wins that were piled up by the close competition. Well, exactly right. That's what we talk about all the time. It's not people who say, "Well, you're you're here." Yeah, but it's the people you got to climb over too um, exactly. to get there, and, and, like, and what you know, they're doing. You know, no game is played in a vacuum. Uh, you know, certainly when you're at that game, uh, you're only focusing on that game, but. Um, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to this. Uh, it's not like you know uh, the 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 NFL where you're only you know maybe worried about the other three teams in your own division. Like he, here, any anybody could could come up and bite you at any moment. I felt last year that the conference tournaments played some role, but not some. a big role uh, last yeah. year. I, I, mean, I think they. It, Generally, the trend line has been less of a role. And what the committee would say is, we want 
November games to count as much as, you know, the games at the end of the season. That's fairer to everyone, particularly the non-power conference schools, that when they get the rare opportunity to play up games, they tend to be in November or maybe December in the non-conference, and they don't want to diminish that. What they're really saying in saying that is uh, it makes our life easier at the end if, if a lot of these teams have kind of baked into their positions. Let me ask you about North Carolina for a moment, because they're 1-9 in quad one games. That one was... Uh, let's sat- not tell them short. One of those games moved into quad two, so now they're only 1-8. Oh, see, I feel better now. How about that? See, better? I, 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 oh, no, I feel a lot better because now they're up to an 11% winning percentage in quad one. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, you know, I know they play a difficult schedule. I got it. Their tournament is always loaded with other people when they go play their in-season tournament and so forth. But what is it that can a team can have one and – they're still right there in the thick of, thick of the hunt. Well, part of me, I, I ask myself this question every day and have for like two weeks, which is, if it wasn't for the words North Carolina, agreed, would we even be having this conversation? Mm-hmm. Right? You know, before before they won on a Saturday. I mean, 0-9 quad one, net 47 or whatever it was at that time. Like, that's just not an at-large resume. It just isn't. Uh, but my job is to forecast what they're going to do in, in, in the committee room. Right. And the resumes aren't blind. Uh, they, they were in the national championship game and the preseason number one team. And when they turn it on for a half or two, they, they still come close to looking like North Carolina and you know I'll I'll give it to you straight like they play tonight at Florida State uh, which isn't anywhere near being what we think of as Florida State but it's still a league road win and we know how hard that is no matter who it is like if Penn State wins in Nebraska or Minnesota you're not giving it back and uh, Oklahoma State last team in they're, they've lost five in a row. They're playing Baylor at home tonight. It could be that when we click on bracketology in the morning, Carolina is the last team in and Oklahoma State right. is out. Doesn't mean they're going to make it. Right. It just means that for 24 hours at least, I won't be getting hate mail from the state of right. North Carolina. Right. And, and look, it, this is this is fluid by midnight every night. It's fluid. Uh, I'll make one quick comment about North Carolina. From the beginning of November last year to mid-February, okay, then of course from mid-feb, yep, and from mid-February to the end to the championship game, they were great. They were great. This season, they played the same way as they did the first part of last season. I've been telling everybody around here, I think the six weeks they made the run is actually the aberration and not the reality. Uh, I, I believe that. Uh, I agree with that. I thought that they were the classic overrated candidate, you know, where we kind of based our preseason evaluations on four weeks of basketball in March instead of four months, uh, which is, 
usually a fool's errand. Mm-hmm. Uh, having been that fool a few times, I can relate. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Steve, uh, they still have four starters back from a team that had a 16-point lead at halftime in the national championship game. Yep. Like, there aren't any other bubble teams we can say that about. That's right. So yep. so there is something to be said for treating them at with, with a little more nuance, perhaps. Uh, and, you know, we'll see. It's right in front of them. It's right in front of them. Like, they're in position to be in position, but they're not in. And even a win tonight, if it slides them in temporarily, that's only until the next bubble team picks up a real win. And mm-hmm. and you know that could be that could be Penn State. Yeah, because they're at Northwestern. Penn State has two games left. They're both quad ones. Uh, they're at yeah, Northwestern. And they're both, yeah. You know, they're they're both heavy list kinds of games, but they're at a level. That, that you've won several times this year. So, you know, I, look, I'm not at practice. I'm not in the locker room. Uh, I wouldn't mind sitting with you and DJ. But, you know, come We'd to think of it, we should do that next year for a game. Please. I'll oh, just I'd love to have you. That would be awesome. Like in the non-league when I'm still goofing off. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, that'd be a blast. Uh, like... It, it, it can change in in literally one night. But like, look what happened to to to, to Arizona State on yeah. Saturday. Like, what? Not one night. Like one second. One second. Yeah. Uh, they're out of the field, and then they're they're number sixty nine knocking on the door, looking up hotels in Dayton. You know, right. like like that's. That's how quickly it can change, especially uh, on the bubble. The, the yeah, top spe- lines are pretty baked at this point. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The top lines are baked at this point. That's why we've been asking about the, the back side of it, which is obviously the side Penn State's looking at right now. But, again, when you've got two quad ones available this week, now you've got to take care of business. But at least gives get you at the opportunity at upward mobility. Be- you need at least one to be like right there, headed to the Big Ten, right? Yep. Yep. You know, because to to, to lose two is going to be like, ooh, we need to be playing late Sunday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and and you know, I think let's see, one, two, three more wins. However, they could be fashioned I I think I think you'd be right there yeah right but they've got to get it done yeah they've got to get not, it done maybe not all the way but you know like like where we're in the last couple part of the discussion yeah uh, on on the seed lines uh, I'll give you one Charleston I saw Charleston at their own tournament they won it yeah, uh, you've you've got them like in the neighborhood as well. Uh, if if they were to win their conference, would they be the only bid out of that conference? Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, and they would be, you know, like uh, that. They, they would probably be 
uh, an 11 or a 12, depending yeah, on how the play-ins fall. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, more more no, likely a, a, a 12. Uh, it, it's very hard to slot the play-in teams because of all the bracketing rules. Yeah, so they, right. And, but, but what concerns me about Charleston is if they don't win their tournament, I don't think they're going to make it. I don't think so either. And, no, I agree. And, you. like, you know, they're, like, leading the country in wins. And, and I understand the CAA is not, like, the NBA Midwest division. Like, I get it. <laughs> but, like, like, we're still talking about Oklahoma. And Oklahoma's two games under five hundred total, yeah, I know. and I they know. have three league wins. Like, I'm sorry, like we have leagues for a reason. What? Like, and in the yeah, Big Twelve's phenomenal, but they're playing half the games at home. Give Charleston nine quad one games at home, and they're probably going to win two or three of them also. Oh no, I I, I saw this team play in person a couple times yeah. at home. They'd be fine. You know, and look, but I think Oklahoma's getting a lot of cachet for being Alabama. Yeah, right. They're not the one seed, and they're not going to get in. It's not right. fair, but that's the, that's the margin of error in, in, in leagues like that. Right. And, you know, and again, I think Oklahoma's getting a lot of cachet because they beat Alabama. Right. Yeah. Well, they're done. But yeah. the rest of the computers haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, like Ohio State's figure. been done. I yeah. State's been done for a month, but the computer still likes them. Yeah, I know. The computer loves them. And obviously, I just did a game at Ohio State on Thursday night that Penn State won. Okay. Yeah, huge win. Yeah. Right, and no, if I had told you heading into the week, you know, you might get bumped at Ohio State, but you'll win on Sunday. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't have hung up on me. No. Probably. I wouldn't have. I don't hang up on you anyway. You know that. <laughs> uh, and top seeds, pretty uh, as you said, baked in. Yeah, I mean Purdue is is in danger of sliding off the top line, but I mean I they've lost four out of six. They've done it to themselves. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know this is interesting. We're talking about Charleston. Just a little peek behind the curtain, if you will, as we're talking. A call I couldn't answer. Uh, Liberty's coach, Richie McKay. What do you think yes. he's asking? Same question. <laughs> yep, same question. Like, we have a top 50 net. Well, are we going to make it if we don't win? The, and the answer, sadly, is no. no. Uh, and the other thing they never remember in their calculation is in a league like that, if you end up Needing to be in the at-large pool, it means you've taken a bad loss, right? Which exactly. obviously is not a good thing to do late in the year. Just like it wasn't good for Penn State yesterday, right? Like if exactly. you're going to apply the standard, they got to apply the majors and the mid-majors. You know, the first time I ever ran into Richie McKay, he was the head coach wow. in New Mexico at the time. A oh, long right? time ago. Long time ago. Wow. <laughs> But we're I ran still, into Mary Falwell of Liberty in men's room at Buffalo, but we'll stop the announcement. <laughs> it was the Jameer year. They were our sixteen. Oh, God. And I thought, man, yeah. you may be close to the Lord, but we got Jameer. This is not going to be a good day for you, pal. 
It's amazing what talent means. All right, so yeah, I'm taking Jameer in the points against the Almighty. Oh, okay. Please, sorry. Oh, Joe, uh, thanks so much. I, I really go enjoyed it. I could do this all night. I know, but you and I just have fun when we do this. So, and but I know you're busy beyond words. So, thanks so much. I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Good luck, man. Thanks. See ya.